Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Yeah, great to have you along on Sports Central this Sunday afternoon. Julian King in the chair. The open line number 1300 01 1170. And keep those texts coming through as well. 0457 736 736 Australia 4 for 126. Uh, Beth Mooney is out. Uh, Tali McGrath on three and Meg Lanning on 12. Well, just over a month to go before the NRL season starts for 2022. Brett Kamali, we know, is one man just champing at the bit. He's one of the experts with us here at SEN. He's on the line right now. Hello, Noddy. Hello, Julian. How are you, buddy? I'm going well, mate. How good was Ash Barty last night? Oh, unbelievable, yeah. Especially, especially that second set. All, all, the, all the momentum had gone and the, the other girl was hitting. Every shot was going in and too much power. So it's amazing how she just held a nerve and then was able to power over the top of it. So um, I think that would have been... Uh, a lot of eyeballs would have been watching that from the Australian point of view for the fact that you know our own champion has now become a legend, I suppose. And, yeah. and Grant, you know, Saturday night, performance and even the, even the two Ks after the, 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 men's, the men's doubles was a great game as well. Oh, without a question. And flair. Oh, well, nobody, they haven't <laughs> had that many people. As Max Purcell said, we haven't played in front of this many people in our entire life. But oh, it just got yeah. me thinking, I mean, you, she's down 5-1. People thought that second set was a write-off and it's a champion's mentality. In your time playing, Noddy, was there anyone that you played with or against that you thought, no matter the game situation, you might have 30 seconds left, you know, six behind, that just were never beaten, that felt that doesn't matter what position you're in, you could always win. Was there anybody you played with or against that that had that kind uh, of mentality? I, yeah, I, I think I was lucky enough to play with two players. I think uh, potentially the two best players, probably my era, maybe some of the best players that have ever played the game. So a, a guy called Andrew Johns, you had that feeling with, and Darren Lockyer. So I didn't get to play rep, you know, Australian representative games of Lockie, but... You know, it was just multiple test matches that, he, that I'd played with him and multiple times for the Brisbane Broncos that he would just do that clutch play at the end of the game or, no, with a minute to go, you were never out of it. So, I, I, that were the two best players I think I've got to play with in my career and I think that's why they've, they've become legends and that's why they have, you know, won premierships and, and captain their... I think they're both are captain their countries and, and, you know, I was Joey is an immortal and I presume I would think Darren might be at that stage in some time in the future. But as you said... It's that ability to fight back in that when it looks like you could give up the second set and, and that never say die attitude. So yeah, it's pretty special. And, uh, you know, as you said, it's, it's it's something that excites you. You know, I went actually went to the Boxing Day cricket for the first time this year in Melbourne, and just the, the awe and the prestige of, of going to Boxing Day MCG for cricket. So, you know, we've been pretty lucky to start this year or, or the end of last year, this year in some regards. We've been able to go back to live sport and have full crowd capacity because it's. Oh, the last two years, it's been half-empty stadiums with minimal capacity, and you're not allowed, even allowed to play at your home venue. Mm-hmm. So let's hope 2022 we get teams, especially in rugby league, AFL, and, and all the other codes, they play in front of their home fans, they get to sleep at home, and we get some normality this year. 
Well, while we're on that that theme, I mean, Clint Newton still wants answers from the NRL with regards to COVID protocols for the start of the year. You know, he said players aren't going to cop more restrictions. They've done everything asked of them with, with vaccinations and boosters. Do you know where we're at at the moment? Uh, surely we can't have more bubbles. No, not, I'm not too sure he, with that either. Obviously, Clint's waiting it from it. I think, you know, obviously Peter Valenius has done a wonderful job for the last few years to get our game going and, and keep it going. And, um, you know, we're obviously going to be guided by whatever you know, this, this COVID outcome or COVID control goes through, and then we're going to be guided by the government. So, unfortunately, the, I don't think Clint's in a position to say, oh, we, we won't be in any more bubbles. You know, effectively, we will be guided by Peter Valandis and the government to tell us how we can keep our code going. So, I, I agree. I'd love them not to have to go to, into a bubble, but um, effectively, if that's the only way we can keep 2022 going, then um, I, I would have thought the players would be willing to do that. I know they've sacrificed a lot, and I know it's a, a horrible thing, but I hope we don't go into a bubble. I get the feeling what we're trying to do. Um, you know, obviously being a part of the West Tigers Pathways Junior Program. You know, with the, their, their season kicks off next week, so junior football plays next week. So, um, you know, I'd like to think that they all can play. It's a bit like what's happened with what happened with the Big Bash. You know, you have five players that are un, un, unavailable through COVID. They sub out, and five new players come in, and yeah. they continue on. So. I think we will not go into a bubble, hopefully, in some regards. Hopefully, they don't have to relocate. But I think you're going to have squads that are going to be affected by COVID, positive cases, and they're just going to have to drop those players out for one or two weeks and bring in the depth of their squad and make sure they've coached 30 players and, and, and roll forward with sometimes you have your best team and sometimes you'll be a little bit below strength. But, we'd, you know, we're all in the same situation, so we've just all got to play on. Yep, the show must go on. Now, Latrell Mitchell, we know, was banned. He got the grade two reckless after that shot on Joey Manu. He's going to miss the first two rounds of the 2022 season. He can't play the All-Stars game, but because it wasn't a grade three, he's allowed to play in trials, and he'll he'll lace up the boots for Souths in the charity shield. I've got to say, a few people have said they're not happy about this. It's a trial match, and I'm a Dragons fan. It doesn't concern me in the slightest. No, it is a trial match, yeah. But if you think about last year, I think that match ended very, very poorly for one side. And it probably, probably wrecks your confidence of what a big off-season has done and then you start poorly. So, uh, uh, you know, what if he's able to play the charity shield and not play, and because he's going to miss the first few competition rounds because of suspension, sort of okay with that because um, trial matches effectively are not playing for points. So who, does it really matter if you win or lose? It's mm. about practising your shape and your structure and, you know, if I'm a South Sydney fan, I'm, I'm happy that Latrell gets to play a trial with whoever our new halfback's going to be because they've got a new halfback down in the back of Adam Reynolds leaving. And if I'm the Dragons, well, I should be thinking, well, you know, Latrell playing, that makes it a bit harder for us to defend or attack again. So we can practice our, our first game, which will probably be a little bit rusty. Um, we won't be at our best, but we can practice against their best. And then we've got a few more weeks after that to see how we need to improve the leading into round one. So I, I think there's... You know, I, I don't think you need to care about winning and losing, and, and we want to we want to win a trial. Mm. Um, I think it's about how do you prepare your team to have the best outcome for round one, and as you go forward. I, I if I'm a Dragons fan, I should I'm probably not super excited that I think we're going to make the eight, but I'm really excited to see the development of some of these great young kids. You know, the Sloans, the Sullivans, um, and some of the players that they've unearthed. I think they've got some of the best young kids um, potentially in the game. Um, potentially in the game, but I think they're just going to have to wait until they become 25, 50-game, 75-game players. Yeah. Sloan reminds me a bit of Peachy, doesn't he? The way he sort of glides across the turf. And this, this junior Moan's a, a special player. They've bolstered their middles really well too, the Dragons. So, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic, if nothing else. Uh, just quickly, Noddy, uh, James Sergiaro revealed he's got a contract and could be set for a stunning return of the competition. Of course, he hasn't played since September 9, 
2019. And then we read that Anthony Milford, uh, they won't ratify that contract for Souths while his uh, case is before the courts. But there's talk today that he might set, you know, that he's set to join the Knights before linking up with the Dolphins in in 2023. Uh, how much more does Milford in particular have to offer rugby league? Oh, I, I think at his best, he can be a quality player. I remember working with him down in Canberra, and he was going to be, he's a, he was the next superstar to have played SG ball, then played first grade literally in the same year. And um, you're right, he hasn't developed into that, or he's become a million-dollar player because of his contract, but he didn't develop into that million-dollar player uh, on the field of the Broncos. So talent-wise, if he's, a, if he's willing to work really, really hard, because no one's ever said he doesn't have any talent, uh, it's probably he doesn't play long enough in the game or doesn't involve himself long enough. So Anthony's probably had a, the biggest setback of his life with not being contracted, now having the court charges, now until his career's over. So if he gets a second chance to potentially go to the Newcastle Knights short-term and, and the Dolphins in the future with Wayne, I, I think he should grab it with both hands and make sure he doesn't let a, a second opportunity go. Now, I know you're in the Tigers' setup. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of positive stuff coming out with regards to, to Jackson Hastings. He's learned his lessons, and he looks like he's going to give it a shake this year. Yeah, he's going great, training really, really well. And I, you know, as you said, I, you know, I signed sort of mid-year for the club and knew that Jackson was one of the signings, so you start paying interest and in watching a lot of the English Super League. And he He's just literally a natural footy player that plays both sides of the field, has played half-back, plays full-back, played 5'8". Um, and he's working really, really well with Luke Brooks at the moment in some combinations. So, um, hate losing anything at training. And as you said, he, he, he was here for a little while at the start of his career and, and then had to go to England. But um, matured a fair bit. Um, a lot, he's a big 5'8 as well. He's a you know, larger version 5'8, which is probably you know what the game is turning into now. So I think he's done super well in developing combinations with Dane Laurie, uh, Luke Brooks. Um, you know, and, and obviously Tyrone Peachy was a nice pickup for him in the off-season as well with Jersey 13 being a ball playing 13 is very, very important. So yeah, yeah, really positive signs and, and, and going very, very well. But I think what's happened to the competition in 2022 is some of the top sides have had some good players taken off them and, and distributed around the rest of the competition. So I just think this year's competition will be closer than ever before. Um, I, I don't expect too much difference from Team 1 really effectively up to Team 16. We look forward to it. It's still a long way to go, and let's see who is going to thrive in 2022. Noddy, thank you so much for sparing some time this Sunday. We'll chat soon. Thanks, Ian. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, you too. There he is, Brett Kamali. Good man, giving up his time, and always good to get his insights on all things rugby league. The text line number 0457 736 736. You are listening to Sports Central this Sunday afternoon. Australia 5 for 130. Ash Gardner, the female player of the year at the crease. Tali McGrath, unbeaten on seven. We'll take a break. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.